For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the now official Jello Jiggling, a Lakers podcast with Ryan Ward. Finally got that name in there with a cool graphic. Um, always thought that that saying by Chick Hearn was awesome. So what a name for a podcast, right? Um, so that's what it's going to be from here on out. I'm excited about it. Um, but let's get, let's dive right in with the Lakers because ain't much going on right now. But I did think the game last night against the Spurs was kind of exciting. Well, because Wemby, Victor Webinyana, hope I'm saying that right, uh, put on a show against the Lake show. Uh, even though the Lakers came out on top and pretty much dominated the entire game, Wemby uh, didn't go down without a fight. Um, putting up a five by five, which is the first time I've actually heard of that. And I guess that means five points, five rebounds, five assists, five steals, and five blocks. And he checked all those boxes. Uh, and it wasn't just checking them a little bit 27 points. 10 boards, 8 assists, 5 steals, and 5 blocks. The guy is a friggin' monster. I mean, watching him play last night against AD, who I think is a really tough challenge for him, um, he was he was remarkable. I mean, this this kid, I think he's he's definitely going places. I mean, it, all the hype is it's it's all true. I mean, it's all the future is, is quite bright in San Antonio, as long as they put some people around it, because that's the one thing I noticed more than anything is like Spurs suck this season. I mean, let's not sugarcoat it here. They're, they're terrible. They're, they're 11 46. One of those wins actually was against the Lakers, but they've won one game in the last 10. Um, they're sinking ship. They're, they're headed toward the draft lottery again, which is probably a good thing uh, considering, you know, they, they need to build around women. Yana, moving forward because they, they don't have anybody. Um, a lot of their guys are good, but not great. There's no complimentary piece next to him and Yana. It's just, you could just tell it was just, it was a sloppy game. Uh, it was all women Yana and that's it. But he did put up a fight. Like I said, he gave, he gave AD a run, but AD played great as, as usual this season, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 10 for 14 shooting in only 29 minutes. Um, which was great. So he, you know, checked all the boxes and then got to rest the fourth quarter. So, uh, and, and he's going to need it. <laughs> They've only got today before traveling to Phoenix, which I didn't even realize was a road game until, uh, before this podcast, preparing for this podcast. But, uh, we'll be in Phoenix tomorrow, early game, early game. Uh, I believe it's 1230, 1230. Uh, PST. So um, not much time to bounce back. I mean, pretty 
pretty rough of the NBA to do this to the Lakers. Uh, back-to-back, you know, uh, Golden State in Golden State, come back, got to face Wemby, and then they have today to rest Saturday. And then they got to get right back at it in Phoenix, even though Phoenix is not a long trip and, you know, you know San Francisco is not a long trip. But it's still, you know, it's wear and tear. These guys are, you know, they're, they're, they're leaning on two veterans that have got a lot of miles on them. Um, so that's kind of kind of shitty if you ask me, <laughs> especially when you look at their schedule coming up. We'll get that to that a little bit later. But uh, I thought it was uh, interesting some of the things that uh, LeBron said after the game about Wemby. I mean, it was – Whenever a kid like this comes through, it's it's all about him. It's not really what happened in the in the game, which is sad, but that's the way it is these days. Um, he was asked what he thought about Wemby, and he you know he basically said what he said before. You know, Wemby's special and all that, and and then he said he doesn't have a ceiling, which I thought was interesting, and and I I agree with him because we've never seen a guy like this before, a guy that can move like this at his height. It's just incredible. He he put one move on yesterday that I was blown away by. I think he was on AD. I'm pretty sure. If it wasn't AD, it was Jackson Hayes. I know there's a big difference there. But um, he he uh, made a move to the basket, and I swear, the first thing I thought was George Gervin. It looked so smooth. It was a scoop shot. You never see scoop shots in the NBA anymore, right? Um, I was blown away. I was like, wow, he has that in his bag too? This kid can do literally anything on the basketball court. And he's only, what, 19 years old? I mean, he's we're, – we're kind of blessed. I mean, the last few years, we, we've seen some incredible talents come in who are NBA-ready right away, right? I mean, Luca was the last one I can remember that's like this. Uh, and even LeBron went on to say, like, hey, yeah, Wemby is special, but it's not like he uh, is the first rookie to really turn heads, right? And he went on to say, you know, he gave examples, um, Zion, Luca, Blake Griffin, Tyreek Evans, which I thought was interesting, which is true. Tyreek Evans was a baller in the beginning, and then he just kind of faded, up, faded out. AD and Kyrie. Hard to argue with that list. All those guys were studs when they were rookies. Um, I mean, their careers have kind of gone on different ways. Luca is just skyrocketing right now. I think, I think if you're going to – Compare one player to have you know having just balling out rookie and just showing a lot of promise. I'd say Luca's right there. Um, Zion, not exactly. I think what people have expected to this point is mean, still incredible, but uh, you know the consistency is not exactly there compared to like Luca and even Wemby. Um, Blake Griffin, I thought was interesting because in the beginning of his career he was you know he was all the rage, but it was more just like kind of you know dunking and dominating inside the paint, uh, not like an all-around game. Uh, Kyrie, I mean, arguably the best ball handler we've ever seen. I mean, it's every, I mean, I think Allen Iverson just said that recently on Shaq's podcast, that if, you know, who's the best ball handler? And I think they were trying to get him to say he was, but he deferred to Kyrie easy. And I think that's the consensus now, and I, and I agree. The guy's a magician with the basketball. Um and then AD, of course, who was a monster right out of the gate and still is. Um, in fact, I think AD is is not getting a lot of credit that he deserves this year. I mean, I know the Lakers aren't great right now. I mean, what's the record? 31 and 27. That's nothing to 
you know, get crazy about ninth place in the West. They're gonna fuck, you know, head head for the playing again, most likely, unless they can really turn it on. But with the with the schedule coming up, I don't see that happening. So they they just kind of need to stay the course, kind of, and just not drop below, because the Warriors are right underneath them. And you saw what happened with the Warriors the other day. I mean, <laughs> Warriors are turning it on at the right time. So they got them trying to catch them. And, you know, the brutal schedule coming up. And fortunately, the team seems to be getting a little bit healthy. I mean, today I, I uh, reported that Cam Reddish um, was upgraded from, I think he was doubtful against the Warriors. No, was it? No, the Spurs. He was doubtful against the Spurs. And then today he's questionable against Phoenix. So it's that progression. And it, I almost guarantee he'll play tomorrow. If he doesn't, it's kind of total cautionary thing but um that's the way they do it they just slowly bring him along but he's probably already ready to play he probably was ready to play yesterday but they're just not pushing it because i mean he gets hurt pretty easily this year um so i i wouldn't be surprised he's back on the floor given the lakers that perimeter defender that they so you know sorely need right now especially with vando probably done for the season um but any, anyway, I, I thought another thing I was going to say that I thought was interesting, kind of kind of strange, kind of like another Darvin Ham, I'm really new to coaching move. Um, when he said that AD lost his voice and it kind of impacted the defense because he couldn't communicate, I was like, why the hell would you say that, dude? Even if that's the case, why are you throwing him under the bus like that? Like it's, it was, it was just unnecessary. Like just, you got your ass kicked. The Warriors beat you, hand, you know, handedly. Um, don't go blaming your most consistent player right now. I mean, 80's a stud right now. Um, like I said, I, th- I don't think he gets enough credit. I think he, he needs to get some recognition. And that, that hopefully that happens if the Lakers can go on a run here and beat some Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done good teams consistently because when I rattle off these games, you're going to be like, whoa, I don't know how they're going to come out on this one. And I don't know how they're going to come out on this one. I mean, it, hopefully, you know, they get a little healthier. Maybe Gabe Vincent comes back. I mean, I don't know. Um, not, I don't even know what that would really do because we haven't seen what, what impact he's going to make on the floor. But uh, Cam coming back definitely is a step in the right direction. Like just, to, you know, whose minutes is he going to steal now? Because Ham has a love uh, uh, spacing on the word here. He loves Cam Reddish, right? It's just like Torian Prince. And he falls in love with these guys and he plays them when he probably shouldn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, just what is it? And then Lou Will, former Laker, uh, six time or I don't know how many times he's won a six man of the year, but stud. Right, I respect his opinion. 
he said that sometimes coaches there's there's some things you you just don't say. I think it was better left unsaid. Basically, what I just said. Like I I don't get it. Like what are you doing, Ham? I think sometimes Ham gets a little flustered and searching for answers, and he's a little too honest. Maybe I think Doc Rivers kind of suffers from that too. He just doesn't think before he talks. He just you know lets his kind of honesty like blurt out there, and then he gets torched for it. Like, but what? What a, anyway, that was a pretty gnarly loss, 128 to uh, 110 on the road. And I thought that was could have happened last night. Like, I mean, the Spurs were chipping away. I think the, the Lakers kind of took their foot off the gas there in the, you know, the, the fourth quarter and just let them come back a little bit. But unfortunately, you know, they shut the door on them and got another W. Um, but when it comes – schedule the late the the nba did did them absolutely no favors no favors whatsoever this is brutal and like i i keep reading over it and i'm just like man i just this is going to be really rough if it goes wrong really rough there's 24 games left including tomorrow against phoenix so they got phoenix and then right after that they have the clippers then they have the wizards which Hopefully, is a tune-up game, and they just destroy them. I think I just heard that Jordan Poole's coming off the bench now, which is crazy to me. Um, but I, it's not like I couldn't see that coming. That guy's an egomaniac from the sounds of it. Um, then this stretch is just ruthless. Denver, OKC, SAC, uh, Milwaukee, Minnesota, SAC again on the road. Uh, Golden State, and then, you know, uh, Atlanta, which, you, you know. But they – you never know with these teams. They could give them a run, but Atlanta's not playing well. I think they've kind of resigned themselves to being like, okay, we might not even make the playoffs. Let's get ready to trade Trey. Um, anyway, then back at it, Philly, Indianapolis – or Indiana, sorry. Uh, Milwaukee on the road. Memphis, which doesn't really move the needle much. Uh, Indy again in Indiana. Brooklyn, Toronto, Washington, Cleveland, Minnesota, <laughs> Warriors, Memphis, and the last game on the road in New Orleans. That is rough. That's 17 teams. 12 of those 17 have winning records. Uh and they play some of these guys multiple times. Like they play SAC twice. They play Milwaukee twice, Minnesota twice, Golden State twice, Indy twice. I mean, that's just like a slap in the face from the NBA. I don't know how they're going to get through that. But if they can, if they can cut that in half, if they can, if they can go 500 through that stretch, I think the Lakers do have a legit chance of being a, um, a you know, a force to be reckoned with when the once the playoffs start. But I, it, that's that's just rough. I just, oh man, I just, I keep looking at it. And I'm just like, I don't know how they're gonna do this. I mean, if Vando was back, I would feel a lot more confident. But they're only just gonna get Reddish back. Who knows how long he can stay on the floor? Um, they, I mean, if you watched like the Spurs game last night, some of the defense against the Spurs, they were just letting them jack up threes. 
and not saying i mean it's it's the spurs i mean you're not terrified of the spurs this year but the spurs still shot almost 40 percent, right like you can't you can't do that in the nba you can't let teams shoot like that i mean imagine they do that against the suns tomorrow they're gonna get killed or against the clippers i mean against 12 of these teams they're gonna get murdered and even even the losing teams they could lose like atlanta if they let Atlanta shoot, Trey could go off for 40. You know, like it's just brutal. But that's what the Lakers are facing. Um, they made no moves. They're content with the roster, or at least they didn't want to make trades to blow this thing up again uh, in consecutive years. So, yeah, I mean – it's just, I just keep thinking about it. It's just, just rough, man. Just rough. And if it gets ugly, I mean, you could see, you know, finger pointing start. That's usually what happens at the end of the season. Like, if it just goes bad, which if, if it goes the way you would anticipate it going, like from record-wise, it's going to go bad. It's, I mean, it is, right? Unless LeBron kicks in that extra gear. AD keeps playing consistently well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and they keep getting, you know, consistent um, performances from D'Lo. Rivers or Reeves is kind of shaky at the moment. Um, he didn't have a good game last night. He, I mean, he dished out nine assists, which is impressive. And I think not a lot of people are talking about that. They're just looking at the points. He scored 10 points. He went four for 12 from the field. I mean, that's not going to get it done. Two of those were from deep, but he went two for five. Um, not great. Not great. But all five starters scored in double figures. He got 17 from Rui. Rui played well. He had one reverse um, that I was like, whoa. That, that was impressive because that, that guy one, – one, a few of these guys on the team are, are not great finishers, right? Rui's not a great finisher. Uh, Prince is, has his moments. Uh, Cam Reddish is definitely not a good finisher. But uh, that was kind of a sweet move. Um, he had 17 and seven rebounds, which is nice. Seven for 11 shooting, three for four from deep. I mean, if they can get that consistently from Rui, that's a game changer for this team. Um, Devo had 22, uh, six assists. Kind of so-so performance, but enough. I mean, that's all they need from him, really. Um, LeBron, 30, nine dimes, uh, seven boards. Kind of a LeBron stat line. Uh, and like I said, 28 and 13 from, from AD. And they got nothing off the bench outside of eight points and four rebounds from uh, Jackson Hayes. Um, that was, I mean, literally only three players scored off the bench. Uh, Prince with five, went two for six. He only played 19 minutes. Hayes with eight. And then Christie with three, and he only played 13 minutes. So, and he was... And then there's Dinwiddie, who's kind of baffling. I mean, 0 for 6. Ugh. But he's 0 for 6, but he's plus 21. Uh, zero points. Uh, one rebound, one assist. <laughs> That's in stat line. In 24 minutes. That's awful. Awful. I mean, I don't know what they're getting from this guy. I don't know if he's scared to shoot or doesn't, you know, doesn't just know when to get into his groove um or what but man that is bad zero points in 24 minutes and you're brought in to score 
dude. Oh man, I hope he turns it around or else he's gonna start to get torched. Um but tomorrow should be uh somewhat of a measuring stick game, I think, against Phoenix. Phoenix is playing well from what I remember. Let me check the standings real quick. Uh where they at 33 and 24. They're just above the Lakers, so well, maybe not so great. Uh six uh six out of ten. Six wins out of the last ten games. They've lost two straight. Um, hmm, that's worse than I thought. I thought they'd be like five or six seed at least, but it looks like Dallas has jumped up and New Orleans. Minnesota's still on top, which still trips me out. Okay, C's second seed, one four straight. Denver at four, huh? This is going to be interesting, man. It's going to be an interesting finish. A lot of teams pretty damn close. Like, Denver's only a game and a half back of Minnesota, and they're in the fourth seed. The Clippers game and a half back, too. Three seed. And then OKC's dead even with them. It's going to be a hell of a finish. It's going to be entertaining. That's for sure. But uh, I don't know how the Lakers are going to fare. Because, it, like I said, I think it's going to be one of those things. If it starts going wrong, it's going to go all the way wrong, right? It's going to – they're going to limp to the finish line. It's going to be a lot of crazy headlines, I'm sure. Um, but if it goes okay, if they, you know, they have kind of up and down performances or if they just start kicking it in a high gear and playing like they did last year in the final stretch, then that, that would be interesting. But I – I wouldn't count on it at this point. <clears throat> There's always hope. There's always hope. But I wouldn't count on it. Anyway, uh, till next time, I uh, will probably get back on here on Monday um, and start this over again. And that brutal stretch, probably be updating quite often. Uh, hopefully, it will be positive stuff <laughs> instead of a bunch of negativity. And and uh, quotes that people shouldn't have said. But anyway, until next time, later. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.